Good morning. Welcome to today's show. Fernando, your host. Let's go ahead and think about who gave us life, opportunities, and joy, and laughter, our family, our friends, our health. Who keeps the light on? You know, for the longest times, I always wondered, what's a good metaphor to explain the soul and the uh, contact with God? It says that God sends the spirit, it gives life, and when an animal dies, the spirit is sent back to God, and the ingredients go back into the earth. We are are always searching for a way to um, figure out God. One of the ways that I like is the metaphor of the light bulb, of the switch on the wall. That's just turn it on, it's the Spirit of God. Turn it off, it's no Spirit. The, if you have ever experienced your body go limb when someone with a lot of power in their hands, a prayer warrior, somebody that prays for you, and saps your body temporarily, kind of like switches off and switches on the light, and your legs go, and the, and the strength in your body just goes away for a second, then you know that somehow your power has gone into their power, they're gone into God or something has happened in the spirit realm. And you get either healed of that ailment, whatever it was. So a good way to illustrate it is prayer. Prayer is turning on the switch, flame on, flame on. Let me read to you this article here, which is about making choices. Flame on is making a choice. Making a choice to get on our knees and pray and ask God to help us. Making a choice to get on with the reading and praying and and being enthusiastic and, and choosing the good. Turn on that light. Remember, once you turn on the light, it is easy as standing on your toes. And say, thank you, God, I can stand on my toes. Thank you, God. Or you can rock back and forth on your toes and your feet you're getting ready to turn on the light and then you say flame on father flame on and you say you pray with me you say our father who art in the heavens holy is your name let your kingdom come let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread And forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for that. Now, about the process of making a decision. When you get a hunch, just quickly act on it. Prayer, reading, it ain't never going to be a perfect time, you know. Praising God, putting good music in the background that praises and worships and honors God. Amen. The process of making a decision sometimes causes me problems, this article says, and gets me stuck. I want to make the perfect decision at all times. Not only for the problems at hand, but also for any consequences that might arise from the original decision. I'll spend an inordinate amount of time thinking of dozen hypothetical situations, some of them occurring 30 years down the road. 
which cannot be obliterated by one single perfect decision I might make today. Finally, I'll catch myself and remember how the slogan helped me make sound choices. First, I used one day at a time to bring me back into the moment, one day at a time, which is the only place my higher power can really help me anyway. I tell myself this day is all I have to work with and that I have to make this decision using only the information I have today. Once I am in the present, I use other slogans to sort out things out. Easy does it, it reminds me to slow down and breathe. Think the slogan, keep it simple, reminds me that I have good creative problem solving skills. How important is it? Puts the decision into perspective. It is not that important. Sometimes I find I reach a conclusion just by following my process. It is important. I wait until I have time to pray, meditate, and attend extra meetings, and talk about the situation with my sponsor or other program friends. Either way, I know I'll make good choices because my decision came from a state of sanity brought about by using the tools of the program. Thought for the day. As long as I remember to use the slogans, the decision-making process can be challenged rather than a chore. As long as I remember to use the slogans, first things first, live and let live. How important is it really compared to your emotional sobriety? And one day at a time, switch the light on, switch the light on and say, today I choose to be happy and grateful. Today I choose to be thankful and grateful. I can switch the light on, the gratitude light bulb, to acknowledge my higher power that he is God, I am not God, that he is full of grace, God is full of grace and pours that grace down. And everyone is standing on second chances. They may not know it. I do. I turned the light bulb on. As long as I remember to use this, the decision process can be a, a challenge rather than a chore. It feels good to have choices, so I get to decide how important my, and serenity is to me and my life. Oh, look, today I will rejoice and be glad in the Lord. I will give thanks to the God, my Savior. I'm thankful for creating me and all its inhabitants. And easy death for me, you know. I go ahead and choose the God that Bill W. and Bob, w. And Bob um, prayed to. And what they read in the morning with Ann and so forth. And how they established the, uh, the program. Yep. They established it. They called him the master, which is the word in the Hebrew indicates deity. What will the master do? And that's what this was built on. Amen. Anyway, thank you so much for coming in today's readings. And uh, I wanted to read something else to you that touched my heart the other day. It's a, it's a little book called Book of Proverbs. And it talks about what is a proverb anyway. 
Although a proverb can be interpretive in the most literal and practical sense, the wisdom contained in a proverb is not unlocked by casual surface reading. Okay. The spirit of revelation has breathed upon every verse to embedded a deeper meaning of practical insight to guide our steps into the life God meant for us to live. So a proverb, you can say, but for the grace of God is a proverb. Because if you, the deeper meaning is that I have another chance to, to walk one day at a time with easy does it and easy being my God and then putting first things first. You know, first things first gets my attention. Something inside me rings a bell and it's so important, first things first. Proper self-care, proper exercise, proper nutrition, dropping the humbugs and getting on with the, with the literature and staying sharp in our balancing ourselves, giving thanks to God, acknowledging God for the power and the source, and experiencing and thanking gratitude, experiencing more levels of gratitude and gratefulness. I'm missing one. How about live and let live? Beautiful, wonderful. That's for all the control freaks out there. Let us experience failure on our own. It's, it's uh, not really failures. I'm out of the danger zone. Either I'm not drinking or trying to run somebody else's life. So I am not in the danger zone. So I'm allowing myself to learn. It's amazing because anything worthy of learning is worthy of doing badly at first. Really bad. And just keep on flopping and going forward. All right, thank you for this day. And remember, with God, all things are possible. That's why we thank him. He, he opens up the skies and anything is possible. Let's go ahead and pray the uh, for supplies. Say, God, the supply is not here yet, but it will come. If we should have it, it will surely come. And we should have the supply. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for coming on here today. Enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you. Give them heaven. Good morning. Welcome to today's show. Fernando, your host. Let's go ahead and think about who gave us life opportunities and joy and laughter, our family, our friends, our health. Who keeps the light on? You know, for the longest times, I always wondered, what's a good metaphor to explain the soul and the uh, contact with God? It says that God sends the spirit, it gives life, and when the animal dies, the spirit sent to back, back to God and the ingredients go back into the earth. We are, we are always searching for a way to uh, figure out God. One of the ways that I like is the metaphor of the light bulb, of the switch on the wall. That's just turn it on, is the spirit of God. Turn it off, 
is no spirit. The, if you have ever experienced your body go limb when someone with a lot of power in their hands, a prayer warrior, somebody that prays for you, and saps your body temporarily, kind of like switches off and switches on the light, and your legs go, and the, and the strength in your body just goes away for a second, then you know that somehow the, your power has gone into their power, they're gone into God, or something has happened in the spirit realm, and you get either healed of that ailment, whatever it was. So, a good way to illustrate it is prayer. Prayer is turning on the switch, flame on, flame on. Let me read to you this article here, which is about making choices. Flame on is making a choice. Making a choice to get on our knees and pray and ask God to help us. Making a choice to get on with the reading and praying and and being enthusiastic and, and choosing the good. Turn on that light. Remember, once you turn on the light, it is easy as standing on your toes and say, thank you, God, I can stand on my toes. Thank you, God. Or you can rock back and forth on your toes and your feet. You're getting ready to turn on the light. And then you say, flame on, Father, flame on. And you say, you pray with me. You say, our Father, who art in the heavens, holy is your name. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for that. Now, about the process of making a decision. When you get a hunch, just quickly act on it. Prayer, reading, it ain't never going to be a perfect time, you know. Praising God, putting good music in the background that praises and worships and honors God. Amen. The process of making a decision sometimes causes me problems, this article says, and gets me stuck. I want to make the perfect decision at all times. Not only for the problems at hand, but also for any consequences that might arise from the original decision. I'll spend an inordinate amount of time thinking of dozen hypothetical situations, some of them occurring 30 years down the road, which cannot be obliterated by one single perfect decision I might make today. Finally, I'll catch myself and remember how the slogan helped me Make sound choices first. I use one day at a time to bring me back into the moment. One day at a time. Which the only place my higher power can really help me anyway. I tell myself this day is all I have to work with and that I have to make this decision using only the information I have today. Once I am in the present, I use other slogans to sort out things out. Easy does it, it reminds me to slow down and breathe. Think, the slogan, keep it simple, reminds me that I have good creative problem-solving skills. How important is it? Puts the decision into perspective. It is not that important. Sometimes I find I 
reach a conclusion just by following my process. It is important. I wait until I have time to pray, meditate, and attend extra meetings, and talk about the situation with my sponsor or other program friends. Either way, I know I'll make good choices because my decision came from a state of sanity brought about by using the tools of the program. Thought for the day. As long as I remember to use the slogans, the decision-making process can be challenged rather than a chore. As long as I remember to use the slogans, first things first, live and let live. How important is it really compared to your emotional sobriety? And one day at a time, switch the light on, switch the light on and say, today I choose to be happy and grateful. Today I choose to be thankful and grateful. I can switch the light on, the gratitude light bulb, to acknowledge my higher power, that he is God, I am not God, that he is full of grace, God is full of grace and pours that grace down. And everyone is standing on second chances. They may not know it. I do. I turned the light bulb on. As long as I remember to use this, the decision process can be a a challenge rather than a chore. It feels good to have choices. So I get to decide how important and serenity is to me and my life. Look, today I will rejoice and be glad in the Lord. I will give thanks to the God, my Savior. I'm thankful for creating me and all its inhabitants. An easy death for me, you know. I go ahead and choose the God that Bill W. and Bob Bob, uh, pray to. And what they read in the morning with Ann and so forth. And how they established the, uh, the program. Yep. They established it. They called him the master, which is the word in the Hebrew, indicates deity. What will the master do? And that's what this was built on. Amen. Anyway, thank you so much for coming in today's readings. And uh, I wanted to read something else to you that touched my heart the other day. It's a a little book called Book of Proverbs. And it talks about what is a proverb anyway. Although a proverb can be interpretive in the most literal and practical sense, the wisdom contained in a proverb is not unlocked by casual surface reading. Okay. The spirit of revelation has breathed upon every verse to embedded a deeper meaning of practical insight to guide our steps into the life God meant for us to live. So a proverb, you can say, but for the grace of God is a proverb. Because if you, the deeper meaning is that I have another chance to, to walk one day at a time with easy does it and easy being my God and then putting first things first. You know, first things first gets my attention. Something inside me rings a bell and it's so important, first things first. Proper self-care, proper exercise, proper nutrition, 
dropping the bahumbugs and getting on with the, with the literature and staying sharp in our balancing ourselves, giving thanks to God, acknowledging God for the power and the source, and experiencing and thanking gratitude, experiencing more levels of gratitude and gratefulness. I'm missing one. How about live and let live? Beautiful, wonderful. That's for all the control freaks out there. Let us experience failure on our own. It's it's uh, not really failures. I'm out of the danger zone. Either I'm not drinking or trying to run somebody else's life. So I am not in the danger zone. So I'm allowing myself to learn It's amazing because anything worthy of learning is worthy of doing badly at first. Really bad. Just keep on flopping and going forward. All right. Thank you for this day. And remember, with God, all things are possible. That's why we thank Him. He he opens up the skies and anything is possible. Let's go ahead and pray the... uh, for supplies. Say, God, the supply is not here yet, but it will come. If we should have it, it will surely come. And we should have the supply. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for coming on here today. Enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you. Give them heaven. Two-minute warning. Welcome to today's reading. Let's go ahead and pray. God, grant me the serenity to accept things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. AA thought for the day. When I was drinking, I always tried to build myself up. I used to tell tall stories about myself. I told them so often that I half believed some of them myself, even though I knew they weren't true. I used to hang around the low bra ballroom so I could feel superior to the other customers. The reason I always tried to build myself up was that I knew deep down in my heart that I really didn't amount to anything. It was a kind of defense against my feelings of inferiority. Do I still build myself up? Meditation for the day. God thought about the universe and brought it into being God thought about the universe and brought it into being. His thought brought me into being, us. I must think God's thoughts after him. I must often keep my mind occupied with thoughts about God and meditate on the way he wants me to live. I must train my mind to constantly in quiet times of communion with God. It is the work of a lifetime to develop to full stature spirituality This is what I am on earth for. It gives meaning to my life to sit still and know that God is God and he's not me. And I ask him, what can we do today? What are my marching orders for today? May I ask for God's thoughts for this day and wait upon them. Amen.